0: Today's Shira Likuti Lachos, Gimel Sivon, is dedicated to Li'ilin Ishmas, Moras Elka Bas Rabzisel, the mother of Mr. Ben Philipson, whose yard site is today. Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutia Lachos, Yoridea, Hilchas Talmatoira, Halacha Gimel, paragraph Hey. We're in the second day of the Sh- Shloisha Simei Hagbola today, Rosh Hashem, preparing for Shvuas. And we dedicate to learning today, Lichvoid Nishmas Rabbi Yaakov Shamsham whose yard site is today. A few words on Rabbi Yaakov Shamsham He was one of the great Sadiqim, one of the Talmidim of the Mizrahim Magid that, that was, lived during the time of Rabbi Nazal. He had made Aliyah Teretz Israel, and he's buried side by side with Reb Nachman Horedenka, Rabbein grandfather, in the old cemetery of Tveria. And it's brought that when Rabbein came to at Israel, he, he welcomed him with tremendous respect and honor, and there was a, a deep closeness between them. Approximately 45 years ago, 40 years ago, more, more likely, I had the privilege of visiting my Rebbe, Rebbe Michal, of of Baruch when I was still living in America. And he said to me, I'm going to give you something that you'll, you'll appreciate. And it was a pamphlet called V'ikucha Rabba, The Great Debate. And it's a pamphlet about a debate that took place between Rebbe Yaakov Shamashen and the Noida Yehuda, Rav Yecheske Landau, Zechreinam Tzadikim, Levracha, two very powerful tzaddikim. And during that time, unfortunately, there was the great, great opposition to Hasidus. The the Litvish world was scarred and scared about the false Mashiachs that had been around in the 1600s. And they were afraid that this was another round of it. And without really checking properly, they they were prepared to to ostracize, to excommunicate the Balshemtoiv and his talmidim, and the Hasidim suffered for hundreds of years of persecution in the religious world from from religious people, learned people, etc. And it's brought that the one of the closest talmidim of the Balshemtoiv, the Toledes Yaakov Yosef. Rabbi Yaakov Yosef Mipolno, there's a whole story about how he was from the other side, originally, he wasn't close to the Baal Shem Tov at all, and Hashem worked out circumstances to bring them together, and he became a very close, devoted Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov. He was the first one to document <coughs> many of the holy words of the Baal Shem Tov, which are included in his Sefer Toldos Yaakov Yosef you find all over him saying, So the, the, when the Sefer told us Yaakov Yosef came out, it's brought that the Noida Yehuda, somebody brought him a copy, and again, without studying it, he put it on the floor, and he put his feet on it. He would rest his feet on it when he was giving his shear. And this was crossing a real red line. So the Noida Yehuda came to his Talmud, Rabbi Yaakov Mishapitovka, in a dream, and he told him about this, and he told him, Your mission is to, to address this properly. Rabbi Yaakov Mishapitovka, being from the followers of the Baal Shem Tov, knew what he had to do. He spent three days in tefillah and fasting to prepare for this mission because he was gonna engage one of the leading Rabbonim of the generation. The Noida Yehuda is all over the Shulchan Aruch and Shas, you know, <clears throat> as one of the very well-known Paisgim. And then he went on this mission. And this pamphlet tells the tells about the mission, tells about what happened when they met, and tells about a she'er, a 10-day shir that Rabbi Yaakov Shem, Shem gave to the Noida Yehuda students and him in the main shul of Prague at the time. The Noida Yehuda was the chief rabbi of the city of Prague. And afterwards, and, and he wouldn't tell the Noida Yehuda who he was. The Noida B'Yahuda kept asking him, Who are you? What are you here? What, what, what is this all about? And when he finished, he said, Now I'm going to tell you who I am. He said, You, you see how much you were able to learn from me? my Rebbe had three groups of Talmidim. He had advanced, intermediate, and, the, and the, 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 the smaller students. I was from group three. So for me, you have to imagine, try to imagine, what the Beninim were, what the intermediate Talmidim were like. And then try to imagine what the top Talmidim were like. And then you could never imagine what our Rebbe was like, what the Toldess Yaakov Yosef was like. And his sefer you have on the floor, and it's brought out immediately. The inoy de bihuda corrected it. He kissed the safer, and then, and then he asked the Rabbi Yaakov Shem "Now I want to ask you one question, a mysterious Midrash, that I've read I have never really understood. Can you answer it?" And sure enough, he answered it. I had the privilege of of reading this kuntris. And giving it over in a shear in America at that time, approximately 40 years ago, twice. We did it once on a Shabbos Hanukkah for Shalashudis. And my brother-in-law, Elio, Shelley Rosenfeld, was at the shear at the time. <clears throat> and it's a long, it takes a lot a lot to, to, to say. And we had gone already, the normal shear was about forty-five minutes, and it was already an hour or so that I was speaking. And I said, okay, we're going to continue next week. And he got up and he said, never, never. There's no way you're going to stop. You have to finish this. On Shabbos, you can't record it. So afterwards, in those days, I was giving a shear in Deal, New Jersey, every Tuesday night. I would drive out there and give a shear there. So we gave it over in two parts, two 45-minute shearing. And it was recorded, and people who heard it at the time we're just in awe. It's it's an incredible, incredible story. And the Divrei Torah that the that the Tavkig is over are also remarkable from all over Shas. Incredible, interesting Gemaras and how he interpreted it. <clears throat> <clears throat> Balin Eder, look over the yard site now. We've, we've been searching for those tapes for many years and I thought it had turned up recently and somehow haven't seen it. I'm going to try my best as soon as possible to try, if we don't recover the old shirim, to do it again, a musician. Now we come to one of the most outstanding chidushim that I, I heard from my Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, from the Zoyar Kodish that Rav Zal quotes here and in several places. <coughs> Rav is talking about the fact we mentioned this in the previous year that there seem to be conflicting statements in the Sifrei Kabbalah regarding Parnassah. On one hand, we're told that Parnassah comes from the highest, highest place. It comes from the Keser. There's a famous Gemara that's quoted Bone chaye children, life, and Parnassah Lav Bishusa are not dependent on ordinary merit, elokim but rather they're dependent on mazlo, and the term mazlo here, the Zohar Kaddish says, refers to the highest, highest level chesed of Hashem, what Rabeinu calls sometimes rachamim rabim or Chasodim gedolim or the keser. And in fact the word Masla is Bigimatria three times Yudke Vovke to show that this is Koilel the top three spheroids. So on one hand, that's the message that we're given as to where Parnassa comes from. And yet yesterday we were very emphatic in quoting clear sources that Parnosa, wealth, money come from the left side. So make up your mind, which is it? How does this work? Here, Rabbi Nassim Zal is going to clarify this to us. <laughs> the ma'asham rabbi says in Parshish Hazinu, page 289, <coughs> this I believe is in the Idra Zuta, one of the deep, deep sections of the HaKadosh. This refers to what the Sifrei Kabbalah call mazal Raeli and the very high mazal, Shehu Bechinas Atika, which is called Atika kadisha. Shom That's where Parnasa is dependent on. That's Parnasa has to come from there. Viluchayre Koshir. There seems to be a difficult question here. Haloi Iker Hamazaynos Vaparnasa Humesmail. We're told that Parnosa comes from the left side. How can the Zohar Kodesh tell us here that comes from Mazel which is Atika? The Sifra Kabbalah tell us that up there in Atik, there is no left. There is no concept of right and left over there. <coughs> As the Zohar Kodesh says in the Idra Rabba, in Parshish Nasari, this level of Atika up there, it's all right. There is no concept of left over there. Less Smoil, the less There's no left and there's no wealth up there how does the Zohar Kodesh say here in Hazina that Parnosa and, and wealth comes from Atika and here comes a very clear answer the truth is the origin the source of wealth and Parnosa <coughs> is only up there at the top Atiko, which is mazla. ashirus. <coughs> However, over there, you cannot call it ashirus because up there there's nothing physical whatsoever. It's way, way above any concept of physicality. Kishom Koiloyamin, because we said over there, there's only the right. The left always represents tzimtzum. Simpson, constriction, boundaries, formatting, shaping something. If over there there is no left, then it means there's no format, there's no shape. There's 100% unformatted light. Vishom hashefa shefa Ko'ilo koilochad. Tziur, and up there, in that location up there, there the Shefa is just oneness it has no shape and form <coughs> it 's not dollars it's not euros it's not paper money it's not coins it's unformatted light the hashefa hurak Toira and up there the Shefa which will. Eventually turn into wealth and money up there, it's Torah, Oyer It's the purest, purest type of light up there. <coughs> However, Ulamato, trillions of miles down below Kishanimsha Hashefa, when that light comes down, it travels down trillions of miles <coughs> to come into this world. When the Shefa travels down from Keser, from Atiko, where there there's only oneness, when it travels down to Chachma and Bina, let's say, where over there there is a right and a left. Chachma's on the right, Bina's on the left. (coughs) How do we know that Chachma's on the right? Because Chesed is Bigematria 72, Chachma is Bigematria 73. To show that Chachmah is above Chesed. Chachmah lines up on the right side above Chesed. <coughs> so, there, when the sh- this is the concept of Hashem created the world, Yesh Me'ayin. Yesh is Yemin Smoil. Ayin, ayin means nothingness. That's another word for the Keser, for Atika. So, when the Shefa comes down to a place where there's a right and a left, then that light that goes to the left side gets formatted into wealth and Parnosa. <clears throat> and this is why we explained in the previous year that Sadiq must fall to the left side in order to make contact with Parnosa, in order to be able to bring Parnosa to the world. I will take if kishayipoy lebichina smoil, but the moment that tzaddik goes into that left lane, tuchalas <coughs> sitrachro lehisgaber via sachsu bichas v'shun, the etzahora can become powerful. Sitrachra means other side. Which other side? Left side. That left side now can become powerful and grab onto the tzaddik. Via zay zevazel loyiskayim beyodoyim. And if chas the sitrachra grabs hold and takes control in any way, then there won't be parnassa, there won't be anything. Ki hu The Gemara says the the satan is the one who convinces a person to commit a sin, and then he's the one who goes upstairs to Shemayim to to testify against the person to prosecute the person. Kiachar because if. That left side is able to overpower the tzaddik in any way. They will rob the shefa from him. They'll take it away from him. And they'll be, he will retain nothing. As it says in Kriyishma, the sartem. If you turn away from Hashem, if you deviate a little bit, the otzar es Hashem will withhold the rain. As we find a posuk in the beginning of Kohelis where Shlom HaMelech says, "What, what, what benefit comes out of all the work that a person puts into in this world under the sun? Rashi HaKadosh says over there, this refers to the exchange of Torah, people who instead of studying Torah they spend their life doing nonsense, all kinds of or they spend their life only working let's say with no Torah meaning that when a person is not studying Torah his intention in learning Torah is personal benefit that people will look up to me, they'll respect me then Like the person came into the world empty-handed, he's going to leave the world empty-handed. And the person will have accomplished nothing with their efforts. What benefit is there for the person to work for wind, for nothing? Because the effort that a person put into studying Torah when it was for the wrong reasons, not only will the person not be to the crown of torah the person won't succeed in parnosa either the whole yom of the whole life will be anger and pain and suffering they'll never be happy because the parnosa remains by the clip by the the person will have accomplished nothing with all of his efforts. Oh, so that's if a person's studying Torah, Shaloy Lishma. That's if a person's on the left side. Now we just said that the tzaddik has to go to the left side. So look at the risk, look at the danger involved. When you go to that left side, if you're not strong enough, the Sitrachra will turn it all against you. Vimyas Vim Yasikpa Toyra rak and if the Tsadik would want to avoid this and study Torah only Lishmo, Shum Shgia, without any deviation to the left at all, Aphiludaka adaka, without even the finest, finest <coughs> changing lanes, Gam Ken Loya then also there'll be no Parnasa for Klayisraom. Ki iker ha parnosa because the main location from which we get parnosas from the left side. V'yalken be'emes koshe ma'oid lahasik And this is one of the reasons why it's so difficult for Jews, for religious Jews, good religious Jews, to have solid Parnosa. Bibchinas, as the Gemara says, koshen mezaynoisav ke'krias Yamsov, That it's as difficult for a Jew to have parnosas as the splitting of the Red Sea. And therefore, it's impossible for a tzaddik to be able to achieve and draw a holy Parnassa to the world, unless he is so great at tzaddik ad sheyo ad that he has the ability to go up to that highest highest place Atiko kadisha shehu begins from muscle hoel yaim shashom shoyresh ko that's the source and origin of all types of shefa ve sham yamina and up there there's only the right side ve ein sham shum chiluk ben yamin le smol there's no concept of right and left up there ve zeh hatzadik shezerach le bchin azu hu yochol he koil smol be yamin and atzadik that zoech to go up that high he has the ability to merge the left into the right because even though he falls to the left side <coughs> he knows that the left is also really right because Hashem is one Hashem there's no two by Hashem so even though it appears in certain ways like there's a concept of a right and left in real reality it's all oneness cause he knows where these two originate from the origin which is attic over there it 's all oneness all right and that 's the real origin of the shefa ki im Hashefa Lashirus. And therefore that Sadik only makes contact with that left side for one purpose and one purpose only, to format the light into wealth. Avalakakh, but once he accomplishes that, <clears> take <throat> he immediately jumps back to the right, the koil smoilbiyamin, and he merges together, he includes, he plugs the left into the right. And the Tzadik is to bring down Torah and parnasa to the world with great holiness. (laughs) Because he succeeds in taking all the wealth out of the left side into the right side. Bibchinas, as Hashem said that when the Jews will succeed in leaving Mitzrayim, <clears throat> they will leave with great wealth. and as it says also, if you will follow my, my laws and mitzvot, and, and the Gemara says on that, almenas Shetiu ameilim batoira, it doesn't say you'll study my chukim. it says you'll go in them you'll walk the walk you'll walk the walk this means you'll you'll struggle you'll toil in toira what's the struggle What's the toiling? The toiling is to identify and remove the connection of the clipos that are attached from the left side to the Torah. And, and want, want people to get gaiva from the Torah. Chas v'shon. Azai, the Pesach continues, Gishmechem <speaking in Hebrew> I'll give you the rain at its appropriate time. Ki <speaking> al <in Hebrew> because the main parnasa is through the procedure that we've described here. Question in the chat. Only very few are zaycheh to learn Torah lishma today. So all the Haredim in all the yeshivas are wasting their time, Chas v'sham? How many will eventually reach L'shmo? A handful, maybe. How can Rashi say, U'ma'uma lo'yiso You accomplish nothing with their efforts. What are they accomplishing? It's win. Let's not talk about today. Let's talk about 500 years ago. Reb Chaim Vital, the closest student of the Arizal, (coughs) who spent two years with the Arizal, and he was the one who was Zoyche to hear whatever Divrei Torah the Arizal revealed in the world, the the main Divrei Torah, and to write it down and and from that came forth the Kisvi Arizal that we have today, which his son Reb Shmuel Vital was the one who took his father's writings and organized it, <coughs> put it into put it into order. The Shmoina Shorim that we have, the Shara Kavono the Sharu Hakodesh, Shara Gilgulim, Shara Haklolim, incredible, incredible sforim. So Reb Chaim Vital writes in the introduction to the writings of the Arizal that during their time, during the Arizal's time, this is almost 200 years or 100, 100, 150 years before the Baal Shem the Arizal showed up in the world and and strange things. He's teaching his students all kinds of things about Gilgulim. He's telling them Odomarisha and Kabbalah. He's defining the geography of heaven, as my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld used to call it, revealing incredible things. From these uh, certain things that in the Zoyar Kodesh are not completed, and he's finishing it, and right away there was an assumption: Who is this guy? And and there were people that stayed away or, uh, immediately, intentionally, <clears throat> and there were people who uh, who uh, who automatically came out against. And Rebbe Chaim Vital Sal this in the introduction to the Kisi Arizal. He writes in one place, he writes, "Those people who are taking issue with my Rebbe Arizal, to them I say that the Tana Rebbe Meir addresses their their problem, because Rebbe Meir says in in Pirkei made that a person who studies Torah Lishma." will be Zorchot to many things, and it gives a list of things over there. He's Zorchot to secrets of Torah, he's be, he, heavenly things, heavenly secrets are revealed to him, and he's to humility and Yira, and he's beloved by all, beloved by Hashem, beloved by people, a whole incredible list over there. Reb Chaim Vital says to the Rabbonim in his generation, let each person look at themselves and ask themselves, Do those words, are those words describing me? If they're not, it means I haven't yet been zekhet to taste what it really means to be learning Torah Lishma. And he says, our Rebbe, those that are learning from him, see very clearly. We see every word in that Mishnah coming to a 100%, 100%, all the qualities there, plus, plus, plus things that aren't written in that Mishnah. So that this term, learning Torah Lishma, is not so simple, is not so simple. However, however, here it's so critical that if a person just learns this page over here, person could say, okay, I can sell my Shas, I can give away my Gemaras and stuff. I didn't realize it was a waste of time or could be I, even I'm, I'm feeding the sitrahra. There are places that it's written that if a person learns Loi they're energizing the sitrahra. But then you're gonna learn other pages where it teaches us that there are different levels in Klal Yisrael. There's levels and levels and levels. And each one of us, Hashem has the expectations from us of what we are capable of doing. But at the same time, Hashem wants us to... The Gemara says, That an intelligent person knows their place. And that's where the problem comes in. People don't learn that Mishnah and Perk or well, they think it was written for girls, or other things like that, you know, or, you know, we don't understand that, <clears throat> because this is what everybody's doing. No, 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 the mission is very real. And if you see that you're not on those madregas, it means you have a long, long way to go, and you are not yet on the level of learning Torah the But it doesn't mean that there isn't anybody that is on that level, because if there weren't anybody on that level, the world would shut down. The world would cease to exist. We have that pasuk in Loi Brisi, Shamayim va'Oretz Loi If the Torah isn't being studied properly, the world shuts down. So therefore, it, just because I'm not the tzaddik, doesn't mean. So therefore, there's no. Tzaddik. If I'm not the tzaddik, it must be there's no such thing as a tzaddik. Or if my Rosh Shiva isn't by, isn't anything like this, then then. Then then the safer is wrong. The safer isn't wrong. If your asheshiva isn't like this, maybe you have to find a bigger ashishiva, a greater Rosh and, and and here's where the, the test comes in, in terms of a person searching for the truth, that search for the truth. I, I told over that mushel many times that I heard from Rebel Yechaim Rosen Sukhranavracha about a group of friends who used to love to play pranks on each other, and one of them liked to drink, <clears throat> they would get him drunk and see. When a person's is drunk, he says all kinds of interesting things. So one day, they worked out an incredible plan. They knew that the priest in the city, the Galech, would leave his home for certain hours. The Galech, in those days, they weren't as, such thieves as maybe today. <clears throat> so he didn't have anything to rob. <clears throat> so he wouldn't lock his door. So they waited till he left, they got their friend drunk, and they snuck him into the house, and they dressed him in the robes of the priest, <coughs> of the Galach, sat him down in the chair there, drunk, and they ran outside to look through the window to see what happens when, when Chaim Shmerel Goldstein wakes up and finds himself in the, in the Galech's house, in the Galech's clothes, and everything. <coughs> and they watch him, and he starts coming out of the drunkenness, and he takes a look at himself, and he's horrified. He says, well, what, how could this be? A chassidah shabbat bocher like me? What am I doing in this place? What am I doing wearing these clothes? And then he checks the, the, the clothing, and he sees, no, 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 it fits. The, 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 the shirt fit, the robes fit. The, why, why would I be here if I'm not the galah, if I'm not the priest? Why, and why am I dressed like this? And then he, but he has memories of being in Cheder. He remembers being in Cheder, learning, chum And he's going back and forth and a drunk, whatever he's thinking, he says on his lips and back and forth, back and forth. Then he looks up and he sees a bookcase and a big smile comes across his face. He says, I'm no dummy. I know how I'll I'll have a clear, 100% clear answer to know whether I'm really the Galech or not. If I can read those books, their books are written in Latin. If I can read those books, it'll be a clear proof that I'm the Galech. If not, I'll know 100% that I'm not. He gets up and he prances over to the, to the bookcase with a big smile on, takes out one of the books, holds it. He doesn't know which way to hold it. He doesn't know which way to read the letters. He's looking at it and, and he slams it shut and he says, I knew, I knew. I, how can I be a Galak? I, I remember Chumash. I remember learning Torah and everything. He sits back down in the chair and he's thinking and he's thinking and he's thinking and a big smile comes across his face. And he says, now I figured it out. Now I got to the truth. Really, I am the Galach. Why? I'm, I'm dressed like a Galech. I'm in the house of the Galech. All, all this all, stuff, it's, it's no question about it. I, the Kasha, the question why I can't read the books, the answer is all priests can't read the books. They're all, for, everyone's faking it. South, I fake it also, no problem. This was said in a she'er in in Breslev in the shul to Me'asharim dekat Talmidei Chachamim to say that this is us. This is us. A boy gets bar mitzvah and they put on a velvet hat and a, and a long grekol, a long garment, and, and mama is and and he's he's a tzaddik. Everybody's telling me he's at tzaddik. He's at tzaddik. He's a tzaddik. he's looking at them they're, they're nuts. What what, what tzaddik? I learned a little bit about Sadiqim, and I'm very, very far from Sadiq. Who are they talking about? What are they talking about? But he sees everybody's playing the game, everybody's going along, everybody. Uh, and and he's wondering what, what's going on here? What is it, what is what I read in the books it says that Sadiq has humility and kindness and all mitzvah. But, but people aren't doing all of those things. So what, what's the story? Most people come to the conclusion the answer is everyone's faking it everyone's making believe that they're religious, that they're, you know, that they're really religious. I mean, we're talking about levels here. And, and that this, he's a tzaddik, he's a roshishi, he's a manhig, he's mamish. So, so I'll, I'll play the game. I have no choice. I'll play along. I'll play the game too. I'll make believe also that I'm a tzaddik, that I'm a, I'm a rebbe, I'm an, I'm an admor, I'm wearing the, the hat and it's the, the, whole, the whole thing. Except for those people who don't want to play the game. They even though I'm in an oilam a sheker, I'm not that, that's not what I'm here for. I'm going to say, this world couldn't exist unless there was some emes here. So I'm going to go searching for that emes. And we believe that that emes is by Rabbein By Rabbein by Rabbein these words, Sadiqah, by the Arizal, by, by the great... It, does this mean that all the other rabbis are sheker? No, not necessarily. But there are levels and levels and levels of emes. And you could have a base medrash with people learning eight hours and generating a thousand volts, and you can have a place where people are learning for thirty minutes and generating a hundred thousand volts. This we find the the one of the commentaries on the Zohar Kodesh. The Kisei Melech writes that thirty minutes of learning Zohar Kodesh is like a month of learning Gemara with Tosfos. That kind of thing. So so. And, and again, we don't agree with Koirach. We're going to be reading in a few weeks. We're going to be reading Parshas Koirach, who said, "Kikol ha'eda kulam kedoshem. Everyone's holy. We're all sadiqim. We're all rabbis. Well, like, but he's a rabbi. I'm a rabbi also. What's the difference? What's the big difference? There's big differences. When I was there to meet my Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld I saw worlds of difference. Between, between him and other Rabbanim who learned Gemara and Shulchan Aruch and who had a lot of knowledge, and even rabbis who were knowledgeable in Kabbalah. But to find the the a, a person who has Rabbein stamp on him, who's a to, to learn Rabbein Hazal's and come close to Rabbein Talmudim, the Zikeinim of Breslov, and to have those qualifications that are written in, in the mission Pirkei to have the humility and the Yirash Shemayim and the Simcha, all the qualities that go with it, that, that not everybody has. Question Why does Rabnosan Zal say that those who study Torah Shaloy Lishma cannot have Pranassah? It seems that that experience shows otherwise. The answer is. They, they they their study of torah will not generate parnasa. could they could be getting their parnasah from one of two ways the tzaddik the tzaddik that is studying torah properly he's the one that's generating parnasa for the whole world the gemara it's a, there's a gemara the gemara says kol ha'oilam benid the entire world is being nourished and sustained and supported because of my son Hanina, Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa. and the Gemara says, V'chanina beni da'iloi be'kav haruvin." And my son Hanina, he for him it's enough to live on a bag of carob for a week. That that's good enough for him. So the the world that we're in, this is an oil masheker. We could find a tzaddik who's living very poor, very simple, and we don't know that all the wealth, all the millionaires and billionaires in Klal Yisrael and Lahavdl outside of Klal Yisrael, all of their money is going through him. All of their money is going via through him. Not to compare, but to give a tiny kind of a moshel. Rav Rosenfeld, people who went into his house, in Brooklyn he lived in a one-bedroom apartment, four children, two boys, two girls, slept in one bedroom, and he and his wife slept on a high riser in the living room. As simple a house, as simple as you could possibly see. He had hundreds of thousands of dollars that went through his hands over the years. In those days, in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, to help build the Breslev Yeshiva and Shul in Me'ashorim, and to support Breslev at that time, whatever was Breslev at that time. And, and yet he lived as simple, as simple as possible. All the money went through his hands and went in and out, right out. He was the, the keli, and it went, was sent right away to Terez Yisrael. The search itself is then one's success, so to speak, not the finding itself, which is only very few azalechetu. The answer is that the Torah promises, the Gemara says, Yogato matzoso tamin, that if a person will put in the proper effort, real proper effort to search, they have to believe that they're, they're going to find. They find. And the search itself is obviously an incredible mitzvah. An incredible privilege every second that's spent in that search, including the mistakes that are made during that search. If along the way I, I meet somebody and I think he's a tzaddik, and then I find along the way that it's not as big a tzaddik as I thought he was, <clears throat> and I switch and I continue searching, all of that is considered part of a process, all of that is considered very holy. Rabbi Nelson Zal himself started out on, on the side of people who are very, very, extremely anti-Hasidus. His father-in-law, Reb Svi Hagodal, used to lecture his sons and sons-in-law on a daily basis about how important it is to stay away from Hasidim. And Reb Nelson Sal ended up not accepting that at one point, rejecting that, and searching for six years among the leaders in the world of Hasidus till he found Rabbein till he found this young man, 30 years old, and he saw that this 30-year-old man <clears throat> was in a completely different league than all the Rabbonim that he had met till, till then in his life. Any other questions, please? In the beginning of the shir, I mentioned. That when we started this year, that the Echidish the, the that I heard from Rav Rosenfeld that was one of the greatest things, it was on that Gemara that we quoted in the beginning of paragraph Hey, Bone Chaye Lav Beschus that these three things are dependent on Masla. <clears throat> the Zohar Kodesh gives proof to this. The Zohar Kodesh shows three in these three instances by when it comes to Parnasam. The Pasik says, al Hashem yehovcha v'hu Place your needs above... The word al has several interpretations. Generally, al means on top of. Place your needs on top of Hashem, and He will support you. He will provide for you. What is al Hashem? Al Hashem means above Zerampin above the standard Rahmanas. You're going up to that place of the Rachamim Gedolin. When it comes to children, Chana, the famous Tzadikas Chana, from whom we learn all the laws, all the Halachas of Shemun Esrei, Chana, it doesn't say El Hashem, she Tu to Hashem, Vatispal Chana, Al Hashem. What does that mean? She was praying that silent prayer, that silent scream, by which she was tapping into that rachamim gedolim, that highest level. And regarding Chaya, we have the famous story about Chizkiyahu HaMelech, who was so great at Sadiq. The Gemara says Hashem wanted to make him Mushiach. During his time, every man, woman, and child was knowledgeable in, in the Mishnayis in, in the Mishnayis of Tumas and Taurus. <clears throat> and at one point, Hashem sent Yeshayahu Navi to tell him, "Prepare to die." Why? Because you didn't get married, you didn't have children. So so said so, so as I know there was a reason because I saw hakoidesh that if if I have children they're gonna be idol worshippers. And that's not the purpose to bring that's not what you bring children into the world for. Bring children into the world to trans to transmit emunah to teach them Muna, another generation of believers in Hashem. So Yishai Novi said to him, that's none of your business. That's none of your business. So Chizki HaMelech said, is there anything I can do about this? Yishai HaNovi thought it was hopeless. So Chizki HaMelech says, get out, then get out. Because I have a Kabbalah, a tradition for my father and grandfather going back to Dover HaMelech, that there's no such thing as can't do anything about it. And the Puuk says, "Vayasev, Ponov, El-Hakir." turned his face to the wall, and the Gemara says to the, into the walls of his heart. He went deep, deep inside of his heart and had a real Hepoitis, and pleaded and begged Hashem. And sure enough, Hashem sent a message to Yishai and Navi, "Go back. Go back and tell him, I'm giving him an extension. He's getting an extension. I think it was 15 years of additional life. And he did have children, etc., etc. So, so there, when Hashem says to Yishai Anofi, give him this message. It says, "Tell him, Heneni, I, Yosef al Yomecha, he will add to your years." In Hebrew, you say, "Heneni, Oysif al Yomecha." Oysif means I will add. Yosef means he's gonna add. Who's the he? He is the man upstairs. He means the cat ke- the attic, the kesa that highest level of Rahmanas. Let's just see if we could finish the paragraph. I'm sorry. Ah, I'm sorry. Yes. And this is why when the Jews were at Kriyas and, Yamsuf and and they were screaming to Hashem, Hashem said, Ma Titsa what are you screaming to me for? The Isa Bizlarklesh, the Zoraklesh says, What do you mean? Who should, who should we be screaming to? The Zohar Kodesh says that what Hashem was implying was, Your salvation <coughs> is dependent on Atika. Why are you screaming to me on the third floor? Your salvation has to come from the 25th floor, from way up there. It is impossible to be zirichet, to the splitting of the Red Sea. Which means to travel the Sea of chokma successfully and to draw Parnassah and to be saved from the turbulent waters, which are the Klipois and all the wrong types of intentions when learning. Alidei, <coughs> atika. The only way you can have that is if you're able to connect to this atika, yamina, which is all right. When you connect up there on that top, top, top floor, when you make the right connection there, then you have the ability to bring together left and right. By which we're holy Parnasa, Shehi Bechinas Krias Yamsuf. A question, is there anything specific that a person has to do to put their needs above Hashem, meaning to make this connection? Yes. Number one, <coughs> make sure to include the tzaddik in your tefillis. This is why we have the custom, we say, atzmi l'chol we attach ourselves to all the tzaddikim of this world and all the tzaddikim of the next world, and especially to our Rebbe, before we daven. Because our a tzaddik of the right caliber can take our tefillah and send it up to take it up upstairs to the preferred banking, to the place to to that height to that atika, to that level up there. That's one incre- incredibly important way of achieving this. Number two is by knowing the special times. There's Shabbos Mincha. Which is, which is called the which is called Atika, <coughs> which, is, which is called Atik, <coughs> the Suda of Shabbos in the morning is called the Suda of Atika Kadisha. There are special times that are Ace <coughs> The entire Shabbos is a special Ace Ratzlein. Shavuos is an incredible Ace There's that mikvah of Shavuos that the men go... <coughs> On, uh, at, in the evening, between Chatzois, between midnight, and, and Aloys HaShachar, which is called Mikvenun, Mikva Nun, the mikveh of the 50th level. There also we're tapping into this highest, highest place. And it's brought that on Shavuos morning, those that are Zorcher to, to Daven Musafata, when they say Keser, again, Keser, Yitnul HaShem kenu that, that that's when this, these highest, highest places are being connected to when a person comes to the kever of a tzaddik, that's one of the places where a person also can make this incredible high-level connection. We should be zaycha, we should be zaycha to absorb what we're learning, and we should be zaycha especially to want to be mekurev and mekusha to Zal, to Zal, these tzaddikim who were tzaddikim amitiyim, who are zaycha to learn Torah l'shmo, and, and to, to open the curtain for us a little bit, to get, to get an idea as to what authentic Yiddishkeit is really about. the Tomorrow we'll have the shir on Erev Shavuos. On Thursday morning we will not have the shir, but in Yitzhashem tomorrow we'll complete this incredible Halacha Mitzhashem, hopefully. Wishing everybody a wonderful day.